You're listening to the Racking Focus Podcast. Hey, welcome back to the Racking Focus Podcast. I'm Josiah Blizzard. And I'm John Doyle. And we're here after seeing uh, episode nine of Star Wars, The Rise of Skywalker. And this is our spoiler-free review. Spoiler-free. You don't have to worry about anything. You don't worry at all. We'll do our best not to offend. And we have with us in the back seat of our car... Uh, Stephanie, my daughter, Josiah's wife, who may chime in uh, as we go through. So, listen, I, I just want to do this quickly because I feel like this is a movie that potentially we are going to train wreck ourselves trying to be spoiler free. There's no way we can do it. There's no way there's like any sort of I, – I, I don't know. I just can't do it. So, what I, what I want to ask is, is, is this, first and foremost, is – as a Star Wars film and as a Star Wars fan, and you're much more of a Star Wars fan than I am, sure. even though I've had the long journey with it, right. you know, you're much more of the fan that, than I am. Uh, does this movie meet your expectations uh, of a Star Wars film, not as you, of, of going into the movie, but as a Star Wars film? Yes. I mean, it checks a lot of my boxes for what I think Star Wars should be. I mean, tonality, I mean, it's it's different than what you'd expect from the original trilogy, yet it still has the same kind of flavor that the original trilogy has. It's cut from the same cloth. There's a there's a thread that flows all the way through all of these movies into this into this trilogy and into this movie. Um, I mean, there's certainly things I wish they did that I saw, but you know they went I don't know in a way that I think was still um, still giving enough fan service to the fans and making you feel like this whole thing is is actually cohesive and wrapped up nicely. You know, J.J. Abrams, Abrams is like the revisionist uh, nostalgia master. Sure. You know, yeah. I mean, it really is his thing, right? He, he, This movie is a callback to episodes four, five, and six. Right. And that isn't a spoiler. It's just something you'll experience if you go. And if, yeah. if you know those films, there's going to be many times in the movie where, although the action may not be the exact same action, it's filling the same uh, story position. Absolutely. Yeah, I mean, something we talked about in our spoiler-filled conversation was that there was a lot of moments that felt familiar, but they did it in a really fresh way in this in this film. And I can't go into detail about that, but you'll pick up on those little moments when you watch if you're a fan of the original trilogy. Yeah, and once you've seen it, come listen to the spoiler filled and then you can go through the detail. I I think the other thing that that poses, the problem that poses is that in some places this movie feels like it's moving really quickly and we're jumping from place to place. Uh, How did you feel about that pacing? Uh, In the beginning, it jumped really fast and then it kind of slowed down a little bit. But that, I mean, I'm going to say that, not. I mean, not that many movies do that, but I'm going to say that the second act of any story really feels a lot slower normally than the the beginning and end of the film, right? It's just, that's just how the pacing works. The second act is just way longer as far as like the chunkage percentage of time goes. Um, there was a lot, I think, that they needed to do coming off of the heels of The Last Jedi to kind of get this movie into a place that they needed to start uh, from different characters' positions. Um, but I think once they were at that point, it felt really, really it felt really good. It felt really fun to watch. Like it was entertaining. And, uh, I don't know. There, there wasn't really any drastic decision they made that I was like, man, wish they didn't do that. 
Yeah, you know, it moved from place to place quite rapidly. Yeah. And you need to keep your ears open while you watch the movie so you know where you are. Pay attention and listen. There are callbacks to where those places are, and they have significant emotional impact if you know where it is. And if you don't, there's moments that are going to blow by you. How about the emotional impact of the film? Steph, how did you feel about the emotional impact of the movie? Um, I, I mean, it definitely... Were you weepy? Yeah. I'm trying to like phrase it right where I definitely had emotional moments where I was like, whoa, this is really intense and proud moments and nostalgic moments. So yeah, definitely, it definitely was, it kept you engaged and kept you emotionally invested the whole time. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I, I wish I I could talk about those moments a little bit. Yeah. But you know what? I I think the thing to say, see the movie. The thing to say is that from an audience perspective, you're not going to be disappointed. You're going to find those emotional beats. It's not going to. And I think you're going to spend time being less mad if you're a Star Wars fan than you were during The Last Jedi. Absolutely. Without a doubt. Like, if you hated The Last Jedi, you're actually probably going to love this movie. Right. So, I mean, that said, The Last Jedi you might hate me is not as bad of a movie as everybody says. It is. I agree so, completely. And we're good. I'm, I agree partly because I know someone's going to yell at us about it. And I'd love to get a review that says you're a <laughs> jerk for liking the last Jedi. Hate me, hate me for it. Okay. I mean, it's a good movie, yeah. whether it's a good star Wars movie or it fits in the canon. Yeah. Whatever. It's a different story. Um, how about, uh, I guess the last thing I want to ask about before we go to rating is, uh, does the fan service get in the way of story? Oh, that's a really good question. Um, yes and no. I think that if you get to a point of, hey, I need to please my fans, then you get stuck telling a story that isn't actually for the characters and it's instead for the fans. Um, I think I can't answer that right now without watching the movie again a second or third time and really kind of looking at everybody's arc and the decisions that JJ and the other writers made. Um, taking the characters from point A to point B. Um, but I think the fan service is definitely there to help aid the pacing and the, you know, I'm actually, I'm going to say a lot of it's there because of The Last Jedi. But, okay. <laughs> like, I, I really am. Um, but, I mean, it is supposed to make you feel a little bit nostalgic. I mean, these are movies that have been around for, would we say, 42 years since mm-hmm. 1977. They've been around four different decades of people growing up watching these films um there's definitely going to be fan service and there's ex- it's expected like you need it if you didn't get any fan service then you're you're gonna feel empty walking out you know um well you're with characters who you've known for so, for long, so long that yeah. there isn't a way to avoid that concept and i mean i'm gonna say to be honest too there's merchandising throughout the film oh, too absolutely. but i don't know if that distracts either uh, you know, one complaint that Alec mentioned in the spoiler uh, filled was about the fact that there were places in the film where the problem seemed too easily resolved, where the stakes weren't high. And mm-hmm. I think that that's a legitimate complaint yeah. and, and a, a thing to have some concern about. The stakes weren't always high, mm-hmm. but the end of the film lands it really solidly. You know, yeah, the, the so last too. act, uh, y- there's, I mean, we see things we know 
about how a Star Wars films yeah. ends. But those things land pretty solidly. Yeah. Uh, and there's a couple of beautiful surprise sequences that are worth watching the film. There's for. a lot of full, lot of wonderful moments in this film. And I mean, the reason you love the original trilogy, right, is because you're getting um, sad moments and joyful moments and exciting action adventure and laughs and I don't know, like a heartwarming feeling, right? Watching those those films. And you get that. I think in this trilogy, but in this film as well, you're getting you're getting the laughter and and the joy and the sad and like you're just getting everything in between. And I think that's what JJ does so well is kind of taking the emotion from what you experienced the first time watching Star Wars and putting it into into this film and into the Force Awakens. To be honest, too, he in a way he's like a showrunner for yeah. this as opposed to a director. You know, right. like he's he's it's big masterful piece work yeah. at the top end of it uh and you know it, it, it and i guess to, to wrap up is uh would you recommend people go see this if they're listening to this spoiler free and they haven't yet should they go see it in a without theater? doubt yeah definitely go see it in theaters go see it a second and a third time in theaters um don't watch this for the first time on your 42 inch television without a sound bar like go see it i mean george lucas himself said you know, half the movie is the sound, like 50% of the filmmaking is, is the sound and like, go see this in theaters with a big sound system and subwoofers and bass on a 40 foot screen. Like one well, speakers all over the like, place, wrapping voices yeah, around like your head. Go, go see this in a place it was meant to be seen. Um, there's a lot of little detail hiding in the background that you're not going to pick up on, on a small TV as well. A lot of Easter egg little items. Um, but yeah, I mean, this is a this is an epic adventure, an epic story that is being concluded, and you you should see it in an epic way on a big screen. And, and I'm going to say too, you want to see it soon rather than later. Yeah. Seeing it in a house full of people is great. Mm-hmm. Uh, at, we had a really nice audience tonight, and yep. it was it was pretty spectacular. And I'm also going to say, spend the money if you want to go to a matinee, whatever. Take your kids to it in the theater. Yeah. This is a movie that kids need their eyes wide as they watch it to enjoy, not in the safety of their home where they can pop up and run to the bathroom or grab a sandwich or just get distracted by their pet or whatever. You want to be in that space. This is a movie that's about spectacle. And it echoes all the way back to serials from the 1930s. And so it's the arc of what film can be in a theater. And you should take your kids to see it, especially in a matinee. Absolutely. Cool. Well... Thank you guys again for listening to the Racking Focus podcast. Hope you enjoyed this spoiler-free edition of Star Wars Episode Nine: The Rise of Skywalker. We would love for you guys to connect with us on social media, on Instagram, on Twitter, on Facebook. Just head to RackingFocusPodcast.com and you'll find all of our social links there. And w- w- wait, what's that? At what's that web address again? RackingFocusPodcast.com. And and there they can also find out what we're going to see next. And the next thing we're yep. going to do, Josiah, we, is what? We are going on a big adventure. We here. are on a big one with. Geralt of Rivia from The Witcher. We, uh, The Witcher is releasing, well, tomorrow. Uh, for us. Today, it's 12 o'clock right now for us oh, at the time of recording this. Gracious. Yeah, we're going to be tired in the morning. Uh, the Witcher is releasing on Netflix December 20th. We are going to journey with you throughout um, that adventure that Geralt, Geralt goes on. So join us for that. And um, 
what what's next? What's other, other than that? I think we're seeing 1917 at some point. We and are waiting for uncut gems. Yeah, and and I think that the uh, thing for people to do is just go to that website, see what we're seeing next. Go to our social media from the website. Mm-hmm. Follow, uh, subscribe, whatever you may need to yeah. do, so you can keep up with us. And uh, please give us a review so we can find out what you think about what we're doing, and we can communicate with you and continue this conversation. Other than that. Thanks again for listening, and we'll catch you next time on the Racking Focus podcast. So long. Thanks for listening to the Racking Focus podcast.